Welcome to the Get Feathered Podcast. I am your host, Feather, and I am the founder of Nourish Hill Live. If you are interested in open-minded conversations about love and life, tarot, and spirituality, then this is the place for you. It's time to get feathered. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Get Feathered Podcast. I'm your host, Feather. For those that don't know me, I am the founder of NourishHillLive.com. I am an intuitive wellness coach and a law of attraction success coach and a clinical laboratory scientist as well. Today in episode seven, we're going to be talking about decluttering our lives. So let's go ahead and jump into this stuff, shall we? I want to know, do you ever feel overwhelmed in life? I know I do. How many times have you said, I'll do it tomorrow, or I'll get it done soon, or maybe next week, or when I have some time, and six months later, you still haven't emptied that drawer, or you haven't, you know, paid that bill, or taken care of, you know, ordering something that you should have ordered, whatever it may be. Procrastination can be the thief of time, right? My friends, it will rob you of your joy your time, and 10 years down the line, you'll look back wondering why you haven't achieved anything, right? I'm going to raise my hand on that when I definitely have had times where I have procrastinated quite a bit. You'll never get to your place of purpose by living in chaos, right? We're talking about decluttering our life, and that's everything. There's so much stuff, you know, that we accumulate. Uh, we purchase things and we don't get rid of them. Or, you know, we add all of those friends to our social media and those people and those acquaintances. And are they really bringing value to our lives? So let's go ahead and, and get into this a little deeper. There's, there's really no such thing as an organized mess. Ah, there can be, but according to experts, a cluttered home equals a cluttered life. Studies prove that once you get your home in order, everything else will start to fall into place. Let me give you some statistics here because I love statistics. Who doesn't love a number? The average person spends 60 hours per year looking for lost items. 60 hours per year looking for lost things. That equals about 150 days throughout a lifetime. Just think of what you could do with an additional 150 days, right? You could take a lot of trips, lots of vacations. You can do a lot of meditating. You can listen to a lot of my podcasts and watch a lot of my YouTube videos. You can you can do some serious life coaching sessions and improve your life, self-development with 150 days. That's 60 hours per year. Yeah. And there's more to decluttering than just getting rid of unwanted items. Okay. And we're going to start by talking about the home. But when I'm talking about home, I'm talking about your things, your stuff. Things you accumulate in your yard, in your in your garages, in your sheds, in your cars, in your vehicles, and in your purses or your wallets, wherever you you find that you have space. Okay, it applies to every area of your life. And then this podcast, we're going to touch base on some of those points and provide you with tips needed to help you become all you were created to be. Okay, and that's going to be just simply paying attention to the things that you hold on to, why you're holding on to them, and are they bringing you joy? Are they bringing you fulfillment? And are they something that you can use? And is it causing chaos in your life? I know I'm going to plug a little something in here. I am a little OCD. You can ask anybody that lives me, lives with me or knows me very well. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a little OCD and I like symmetry and I like organization. And when 
things in my life are disorganized, I, I truly am out of sorts. So I, I like to keep my home uh, as organized as I can with five people living here, uh, three children, two teenagers. Oh my goodness, one in elementary school. So uh, things can get shuffled around and not put back where, where, where I would like them to be when they get done with them. Um, and of course, not everyone is, is organized as I am. And that causes me a little pushback sometimes, but let's get moving. I deal with it too. So here we go. So first of all, let's look at this. Is your house full of junk? Let's talk about decluttering your home. Your house should be your sanctuary, right? The place where you relax and, and, and your serenity and your peace, you know, place where you socialize with your friends and family, you know, you lay your head at night and you get good rest. Unfortunately, this is not the case for many people. Why? Well, because their homes are so messy that it causes them more anxiety than working a 60 hour work week. That is a big statistic there, but it is true. It causes, um, disorganization causes you anxiety and stress, which causes a lot of chemical, uh, you get the cortisol, you get the, the things and the stuff, the chemicals that flee, you know, flood into your blood system that causes, you know, weight gain or weight loss, depending on what your body does uh, when you are stressed and it causes anxiety. Some people it can cause depression and this can feel like you're working more than 60 hours a week. A cluttered environment equals a cluttered mind. When you have so much stuff in your home, I'm not going to say junk, I'm going to say stuff. When you have so much stuff surrounding you in your home that you could, you know, open a thrift store, it's pretty toxic. And I'm going to tell you, I love thrift stores. I love treasure hunting and I am very eccentric. So I have things and stuff and, and a lot of us, tend to hold on to things and tuck it away and you know we use it for different events or different holidays or or we hold on to it for you know in case I ever need it is that you I'm just going to hold on to it in case I need it in case I need to use it one day well here's some tips on how you can declutter your home first of all get rid of the stuff tackle each room one by one and get rid of anything that you haven't used for more than a year no matter how much you like the look of it or whether you think you'll be able to use it anytime soon. If you don't use it, donate it or store it, okay? But make sure that you are truly thinking, do I really need this? Is this something that I'm going to use? What you do with the stuff is up to you. You can hold a garage sale, you could sell stuff on the internet or give it away to charity or or trash it, whatever, or uh, give it to friends and family. The point is, don't hold on to it. Okay, if if it is something that is is truly not bringing you joy, if it's if it's just sitting around collecting dust and taking up space and you really don't have a plan to use it, get rid of it. Let's clean now that you can see your carpet or your wooden floors or whatever. It's time to start cleaning again. Go through each room individually you know, vacuuming and dusting and wiping down the windows, the walls, the ceiling fans, the window seals, uh, your baseboards, and you'll be amazed at how much dirt and dust was tucked in underneath some of the stuff. You know, move your furniture around and, and truly get get in there, okay? And the way I like to visualize this is when you are cleaning a room, you are cleaning a, a part of you. You know, your home is very special to you. And if you if you are the kind of person that 
excuse me, doesn't do this on a regular basis, it can become overwhelming and you, you may need some assistance in doing some of these things too. Some, some of you may need some help, you know, have a little, a dinner party or something or, or a lunch and, and invite friends over or family over to assist you in moving some of this stuff so that you can just get it all done. You know, do a room at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself with the cleaning and the decluttering because that can overwhelm you too. So take your time and truly think about, you know, freshening up your space. Cleaning up your space, because as you clean up your space, you clean up your energy. Clean up the energy that surrounds you, that you live within, if you believe in that sort of thing. I sure do. And organize. Now that you've gone through everything and you cleaned up everything and it's nice and clean and fresh, you want to make sure your home is in order. So in each room, there should be a specific place for everything, right? For example, your keys go on a hook in the corridor or the entryway, your remote control you know, has a place and, and your magazines or your books go in a certain place. Make sure everything is in its place or find a place, organize a place for the things that belong together, right? Don't leave anything unassigned. Give your possessions a home within a home, like shelving or, or baskets inside of cabinets, that sort of thing, or, or tucker totes. If you're going to be storing some stuff, each tucker tote should be labeled. Put the things that belong in those places in those places. You'll probably need to go out and buy some some tucker totes or some some plastic bins or some baskets so that you'll have somewhere to put everything or you can just utilize what you have on hand that's what I try to do and that's it your home once you you know you go through everything and you decide on whether or not you're going to keep it whether or not you're going to store it whether or not you're going to donate it or give it away and then you go back through and you clean and you organize as you're cleaning or you clean and then you decide to organize and decorate boom decluttered. You're done. It's that easy. Three simple steps. Now let's talk about getting rid of your stinking thinking or your negative mind. Okay, we're going to talk about decluttering the mind now. Your mind is your most powerful tool in your body. All right, it directs the course of your life. If it isn't in good working order, guess what? You're going to have a very hard time uh, you're going to have some difficulties and by way of law of attraction, you're going to be attracting some negativity or some negative events or things into your life, right? And most of us don't pay any attention to our minds. We feed our bodies, some of us not very well, and that's okay, but our minds are neglected. We don't really think, hey, let's freshen up our thoughts. Let's clean up our thoughts. We don't think about what we're putting into our minds by way of radio and podcasts, and music, and, and and television shows, and movies, and neither do we think about what we're thinking. The majority of time, <laughs> the majority of time, you know, thinking about my clients, this is one of the biggest things, is we, we don't think about what we're thinking. We don't sit around and say, you know, that was, that was really negative. We, we don't pay attention to how, how our thoughts are creating things because law of attraction is basically thoughts create things, right? What you think about, you bring about. You've heard me say that, I'm sure. If you're new to me, you're going to hear it a lot. What you think about, you bring about, baby. And it is true. We live in a vibrational reality. Just like gravity, what goes up must come down. The law of attraction says the vibration you put out, which are basically your thoughts and feelings, you get back. You can imagine yourself as a big, big magnet that is attracting everything that ex you experience into your life. Whether you want to believe that or not, that is up to you. That is what I believe and that is 
the way that I coach. So we don't, we don't really think about what we're putting out. We don't think about the things that we think about. How would you feel if I were to tell you that everything that is happening in your life right now is a direct result of the way of your thinking? Just like I just said, you know, you actually think about this for a second. How do you feel when I say that everything that is happening in your life right now is a direct result of the way that you think? Yeah, you kind of get a little pushback, don't you? Yeah. Without getting too scientific, thoughts are energy. You know, we live in a vibrational reality. In reality, energy travels and connects with other energy. We are we are all interconnected. Everything in life is energy. So whatever you think about the most, you'll attract into your life. This is the universal law of attraction. And there is no getting around this fact. So you can either let the laws work for you or they will work against you. But when you have control over your thoughts... And the only person that has control over your thoughts is you. So when you take control over your thoughts and you declutter your mind and you clean up your vibration, you essentially allow the universe or the law of attraction to work for you. You take control of your life, truly. According to research, human beings think approximately 60,000 to 70,000 thoughts per day. Holy moly. That's a lot of thoughts, right? But if I were to ask you to write down your last 1,000 thoughts, you probably wouldn't remember. That's because most of the time you're not conscious about your thoughts, right? The trick is to pay attention to your dominant thought patterns. That's the point here. The trick, the pro tip here is to pay attention to your dominant thought patterns when you catch yourself thinking. What are you thinking about? What are your, you know, are your thoughts negative or are they positive? Are you a more negative thinker or a more positive thinker? Unfortunately, most of our thinking is typically negative. That inner voice of ours is constantly feeding us bad news. However, the good news is that you have got the power to control your thoughts. You can take control of your thoughts. It's not the easiest thing to do in the world yet, but with patience, persistence, and practice, you can master your thoughts. It is definitely something that you can do. I do it. You can too. So the biggest thing here is to pay attention to your thoughts. To start by decluttering your mind, pay attention to what you think about. Are you concerned about paying bills or that you won't have enough money to send your children to college? Do you wonder if you'll ever achieve your goals? Carry a notebook and a pen around with you or use your quick notes or, or your Google Keep or even your Google Docs. Open up a document and keep notes. You know, when you catch yourself thinking and you have a moment, write your thoughts down, summarize them. This is what I am thinking today, blah, 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 blah. Now, so you get a running idea of the kind of thoughts that, that you can you know, that you do have on a, on a regular basis. And if you sit down for five or 10 minutes with a pen and paper, you can probably go back over the next, you know, or the last week or so and, and really tune into what you've been thinking and write them down and pay attention to them because, well, your thoughts create things. What have you been creating? You know, are you stressed out? Are you anxious? Are you high vibrational? Are you happy? Or, you know, you feeling satisfied? You're pretty good you're content what have been your thoughts you know have you been on, a, on an emotional roller coaster what's going on with you so pay attention to your thoughts now change the narrative of your of your mind okay the idea here is to erase negative thinking and replace those thoughts with something positive. Now, I'm not saying at all that negative thinking is, is bad because it, it actually helps us to improve our existence and the things that we want. And it's okay when we think negative thoughts. Don't go down, you know, don't don't get down on yourself and be all negative about the negative thoughts that you're having. Oh, I'm horrible. I can't, I can't think positive. I'm, I'm more negative of a thinker and I can't get out of this. It's going to take time. 
And it's going to, it's going to require you to be patient with yourself and to forgive yourself when you do get caught up in negative thinking. It's okay. We're human, right? And if you've been attuned to, to doing something for so long, it is going to take a little time to acclimate yourself to a different way of thinking. Okay. So here is you know, a little bit of information about how to do that. So instead of thinking I'll never have enough money to send my children to college, start by switching it up or flipping the script to what I say. So I'm going to teach you how to flip the script right here. So instead of saying I'll never have enough money to send my children to college, say stuff like I have more than enough money to send my children to college or I have plenty of time to work things out by the time my children are in college. There's plenty of scholarships. There's plenty of free money being handed out by the government and different private entities to help assist me in getting my children's college paid for. There's there's plenty of different avenues that I can take. And I know that there's there's plenty of time. And if I, if I give myself a little bit of, of leeway here, I'll figure it out. I'll be led and I'll be guided to the right things at the right time to assist me in helping pay for my 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 children's college this is going to feel very strange when you start doing it because you know your bank balance is telling you a completely different story or you you may be a stay-at-home mother and you don't have the funds to you know put aside every month but more and more as you begin to flip that script and stay away from the negative thoughts because basically what you're doing is you're telling yourself automatically I'll never be able to pay for the college I'll never be able to pay college I'll never be able to pay for my children's college you're just going to continue to say that and then you're just telling yourself and you're telling the universe that's what you want it's it's unbelievable that's how it's worked so as you begin to flip the script you know and you tell yourself I've got more than enough money or I've got more than enough time to figure this out Sometimes just going general and being basic about it is the best thing to do. So you don't even have to be specific by saying, I have more than enough money to send my children to college. You can begin by saying, I've got time. There's plenty of money. There's plenty of time. There's plenty of entities out there that are assisting people and helping them pay for their children's college. Something like that uh, is is easy to find. Um, there's plenty of, of ways that I can I can do this and I've got plenty of time to work this out. You know, the universe has got this and, and I'm just going to relax about it because it it's just, it's going to happen. This is something that I desire. I desire to pay for their college or to assist them in paying for their college and it'll work itself out. And that is how you flip the script. You take it from a negative state and telling yourself and the universe that you're never going to do it to giving yourself some, some freedom, giving yourself some relief and allowing yourself to relax about it. Okay. That's how we flip the script. Faith definitely plays a part here when we are doing something like that. So faith is, is declaring that you can see that you know, you know that it's going to work itself out, that the universe works things out for you, that the law of attraction works things out for you. And if you're that big magnet, you know, are you going to want to magnetize that I will never have enough money to help, you know, pay for their college? Or are you going to want to attract the, you know, I'm chill about this. I got some time. Things will work themselves out. Yeah, that's that's called faith. You're going to have to have a little bit of faith in the universe and faith in yourself and trust that things will be worked out easily over time. You want to focus all your thought energy on the desired outcome, not on what you don't want. Because by law of attraction, you can desire something, but it's what you're thinking the most about that something that you're actually going to attract. So you want to pay for their college? Sweet. That's a major desire. 
But if you're doubting it or you're worried about it or you're concerned about how it's going to happen, you're going to attract the, the negative stuff. So remember that whatever you think about the most, you will attract into your life. As James Allen's book states, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And I'm going to tell you how Feather says it. What you think about, you bring about. What you think about the most, you're going to bring about the most. Thank you all for stopping in here and listening to today's episode. I really appreciate your likes, shares, subscribes, your donations of love, and also for becoming members of Nourish Hill Live. Remember, all of the links are in the description of the podcast, so please check out my membership site. Find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Nourish Hill Live on Facebook. I really, truly do appreciate all that you do for me on my journey to help you. Never forget what you think you create. Create great things. Namaste.